0: Welcome to the simple doesn't mean easy podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Visser, because most of us are longing to simplify things in the crazy, busy, loud clutter of life. I'm here to be your encouragement mentor, to remind you that while simple living is not synonymous with easy, it is something you can slowly ease yourself into, and it is definitely worth the effort. So let's do this together. Welcome to episode one of the Simple Doesn't Mean Easy podcast. I am so excited to be doing this, guys. I was looking at a blank screen and thinking about what I wanted to type to organize my thoughts for my first, like, I don't know, dozen episodes or so. So I was all ready to go and nicely, neatly, you know, organized. And then I realized, you know what? I am going to throw caution to the wind. I've been wanting to start a podcast for so long. I am just going to dive in. Today, we're going to start with five little things about Michelle that you might not know. In fact, you know what? Let's make it six because I just thought of another one I want to throw in. So here we go. Six things about me that you probably don't know. First of all, I have to give credit where credit is due. This idea of sharing with you things about me you might not know from my premiere episode, it's not an original idea. My friend Lisa Bass, she's an amazing lady. She inspires me in so many ways. She is Lisa of the Farmhouse on Boone. She recently started recording podcasts, and as I was listening to her premiere one, I thought, you know what, that is perfect. That is a great way to start. So thank you, Lisa, for all your inspiration on your YouTube channel, your blog, in your gorgeous new book, and with the idea of how to start my podcast. So the first thing I want to share with you is a fact that I don't think even people that know me in real life have any idea about. But it's not intentional that I keep this information from them whatsoever, yet Often, my daughters will be told by friends or acquaintances, Your mom is so organized. (laughs) And they roll their eyes and they look at me. They're like, Are you kidding me, mom? How do you deceive everyone? And I'm like, "I, I don't do it on purpose. I don't know where they get this idea. But it is pretty much just the joke of our family. It has been for at least a decade now that somehow mom has convinced people that I'm an organized person. Um, Now, mind you, if there's a project that's really important to me, if there's something that I really want to see completed because it's something important to a daughter or Bill, my husband, then absolutely, I will figure out a way to get it done and get it done effectively and efficiently. But I wouldn't say that I go about it in an organized way. I just go about it in a determined way. I tend to see everything in life as like this big project that either overwhelms me, so it goes to the back burner and piles up, or that I really want to dive into and get it done. But either way, like I said, I would never characterize the way that I tackle things as being organized, but somehow I have convinced I think everybody in my life that I'm an organized person. So there you go. That's number one. I am not organized. The second fact about me that I think often surprises people if they've read my blog or if they've read through my book, I think they're shocked that homesteading was not something that was ever on my radar. It's not something that I had ever dreamed about or worked towards. Um, it, it actually kind of fell in our family's lap unintentionally, and it's something I'm going to have to devote a whole episode to because it's an interesting story and I think a good one to share. I think anybody who's ever considered homesteading likes to hear others' stories. It gives you something to either relate to. Or to realize, you know what, it's okay, nothing's possible with my dream because the way that person went about it would never work for me. But look, they did this thing, so I'm sure I can do this thing, right? So I think it's an interesting thing to share our stories, so I will get to that in a future episode. But for now, let's just say homesteading was never something I planned on. Also, this brings up a good point That homesteading does not have to be part of the way you simplify things. You can absolutely live in the city, in a condo, without a yard, without a garden, and yet you can still find ways to simplify your life and to get yourself and your family back to a more simple kind of basic lifestyle. Just um, removing yourself from the chaos in little ways and grounding yourself in things like real food and the process of making it. It can be as simple as changing the sweetener that you use. And if you know me, you know we'll be talking a lot about my favorite all-natural sweetener here on the podcast. But We will talk maple another day. For now, let's move on to the third thing you probably don't know about me. Because I write a lot about homesteading, simple living, back to the basics kind of thing, you know, like grandma would have lived, you probably, (laughs) well, you might think, if you don't know me, like in person, that I'm a homemaker. If you know me at all, you very quickly would realize there is nothing about me that is that mentality as far as I don't like to keep things clean and tidy. I've already told you I'm not great at organizing. And I'm awful at sewing. I have tried for decades to like actually use a sewing machine well. Can't do it. I either break the needle or jam up the thread and I get frustrated, and I put it aside, and then in five years I try again. (laughs) But it's worse than that. I even have trouble putting buttons on correctly. I either sew them too tight, or they're like kind of limp and hang in because they're too loose. I don't know. I think there is an art to sewing that I will never master. I can't knit. I can't crochet. I... I mean, honestly, anything that you would associate with a homemaker, except for making real food in the kitchen, yummy kind of stuff, except for that, I'm not a homemaker. (laughs) And I struggle with that sometimes. I do wish that I was a little more talented in those areas. Sometimes I wish that my mother had been eager to teach me more about all of those things, because she was great at all of those things, but she grew up with all of those things as a necessity. And when she reached a point in her life that she didn't have to do those things, that she never again had to sew a piece of clothing and um, didn't really even often have to mend something She could simply buy new socks and not worry about darning the old ones, right? Um, She kind of, you know, she gave up those special talents and she never taught me how to do them. So it all just kind of died with me. (laughs) So there you have it. Don't be fooled. I am not an awesome June Cleaver kind of homemaker and I never will be. The fourth thing that you probably don't know about me is just kind of a fun little fact that I wanted to throw in. My middle name is named after my grandmother, my dad's mom, but after she passed away, we found out that someone found her birth certificate that had been hidden away in the bottom of a trunk, I believe, and found out that the name she had told people to call her all of her life was not actually her given name so I'm named after my grandmother, but not really. <laughs> True story. So the fifth fact that you probably don't know about me, because I, when I write, I really make an effort to encourage and to be positive and to find the positive side to every difficulty and every mishap and every mistake that I make. When I write about it, I do so with a twist and I do so to encourage and to help others learn from my mistakes. So you probably don't know that being positive is not my second nature. Being positive doesn't come easy to me. In fact, I am absolutely, I'm not proud of this, but I am absolutely a glass half empty kind of person by nature. Now, over the past few decades, I have worked very hard to train myself to see the glass is half full. It still doesn't come naturally to me, but it does happen a lot more often now than it used to after working very hard at this effort. So I don't want to fool you. And I don't want you to think that it's just my nature to be encouraging and positive when I look at every situation, because that is absolutely not the case. My poor family knows that with certainty. <laughs> Why is that? But the ones we love the most always see the worst side of us. It's really sad, isn't it? Okay. So those were the five things that I wanted to share with you. And then a sixth thing crossed my mind that I thought, you know what? I'm going to throw that one into. If you follow me on Instagram, you have seen many times I will share my current kombucha flavor of the day or of the week, and you know that I am pretty much obsessed with this fermented tea that I make. It is the most amazing, delicious, personalized, carbonated beverage that I have ever experienced. So I like to talk about it and I like to take pictures of it and I like to tell people how amazing it is. (laughs) So given that, oh, and the other thing that you'll often see me putting pictures of is my sourdough bread. I work hard to try and make some sourdough bread every week. I don't always succeed, but it's always my goal to have homemade sourdough bread in the house. And one reason is simply a selfish one, because I love it. My mom was bread obsessed, and I, I'm sure I get it honest from her. I mean, bread is not too bad of a thing to be obsessed about, especially when it's homemade sourdough, right? So you, if you follow me for any amount of time, you know that I love fermented tea, and I love my sourdough bread with my homemade fermented yeast. So you might think that I'm a fermented food kind of gal. I've shared that I do ferment tomatoes and cauliflower and pickles. So it might just be an assumption that everybody thinks, oh, Michelle loves fermenting. Well, here's the thing. There are a lot of fermented foods I have never acquired a taste for, and I don't think I ever will. Especially number one on my list of foods that I despise. You ready for this? Sauerkraut. So if you are a sauerkraut fan, please don't walk away hating me. But I'm just going to be honest. I think it's disgusting and I don't know how you eat it. (laughs) So there you go. Those are the six things that I have a feeling you probably didn't know about me. My goal in sharing these, I guess, was twofold. First of all, I just thought it would be a nice way to introduce myself to you if we haven't met. And second of all, I really wanted you to realize that I am just an average old person, making mistake after mistake every day, needing encouragement myself, and I'm here to encourage you, and I'm here to let you know that we are definitely in this thing together, guys. Life is hard. Simple joys are hard to come by, and you got to work at them. So that's what I'm here in this podcast working at doing, at helping you and myself as I work through it, work towards those simple joys and to appreciate the work that they require and therefore to appreciate the simple joys even more. So there you have it. I am so glad that you took the time to hang with me for a few minutes today. I hope that you come back for the next episode because the next one is going to be really sweet. If you know what I mean, if you've been following me for a little while you might know what I'm referring to. So anyway, I have a lot of fun stuff planned for the weeks and months ahead. And I really hope that there's a time in the week that you can carve out a few minutes to hang with me here on the simple doesn't mean easy podcast. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, if you were encouraged at all, I'd really appreciate it if you could drop a quick review over on your favorite podcast player. My goal is that maybe if I can get a few reviews on there, it will help others find this little podcast and I can encourage some other folks a little in some simple way today. Thanks guys. So that's a wrap for today. Thanks so much for listening. I mean, I really appreciate it that you carved out a few minutes to spend with me. If you enjoyed it or if you found it useful or were encouraged, please hit the follow button so you never miss a future episode. And I'd really appreciate it if you could drop a quick review over on your favorite podcast player to help others find this podcast and enable me to encourage a few other folks in a simple way today. Thanks, guys. I hope everything is fantastic in your neck of the woods.